0: A for to the
1: Welcome to episode 147 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. This is a Texas-sized episode, not just because my guest is Austinite of the Year, Saul Paul, and not just because you heard his song, Texas Two-Step. Before you heard his song, Rise, which you just heard, which, by the way, you can hear all the way through at the end of the episode. But this is the first episode of the Good Stuff Kids podcast that has been recorded at our new studio in Houston, Texas. And by new studio, I mean our new home, because that's where we live now. We're Texans. The Good Stuff family are from Texas. Houston to be specific, and we're doing Texas things. We're we're going swimming in the summer because it's hot. We're eating barbecue because it's tasty. So far I've had delicious barbecue, delicious Vietnamese food, delicious Thai food, uh, some great breakfasts at a couple breakfast places. Uh, Kenny and Ziggy's, if you know anything about pastrami and corned beef and deli, I've been there. Tasty. Come visit me. I'll take you there. It'll be great. So I thought that because this is the first episode from Texas, the Texas studio, it only made sense to have Saul Paul on the show. And as you could hear from Texas Two-Step and the song Rise, those two songs, Saul Paul has a lot of talent. And you'll really see what I'm talking about when you hear him freestyle during this interview. And he is a uh, musician with a message. And I think you'll learn about what that means through the course of this conversation. And I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I'm going to play the interview. But before I do that, I want to say, drop me a line, Mike at GoodStuffPod.com. You think you have good stuff? Do you think you are the creator of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families? Drop me a line. Mike at goodstuffpod.com. You can find me on any and all social media, as long as that social media is Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, because I don't understand any of the other ones. The at symbol, goodstuffpod. Here is Saul Paul. It's going to be the best to welcome Saul Paul to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you today, Saul Paul?
2: I am having a fantastic Friday.
1: Oh, what makes your Friday fantastic at this moment?
2: Uh, well, Mondays are marvelous. Um Tuesdays are terrific. <laughs> Wednesdays are way out. Thursdays are I haven't thought of one for Thursday. But Fridays are fantastic. Right so it's is. one is yeah, I just life is what you make it. Each day for me is great. But today is it is kind of special because I had a performance earlier today
0: uh-huh.
2: and I was able to uh be a part of supporting a great organization that gets books into the hands. Of children and uh they had a uh, they had a goal and we like doubled it in regard to like fundraising and so that was awesome plus i had a great performance
1: so that's what made
2: the day fantastic
1: right and 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 so i think that you uh you sort of you gave a a peek into a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about today just in terms of the the work that you do both musically and um you know you are a musician with a message like we make that pretty clear um so, want to talk to you about that, and then also, you know, um, talk to you about the music itself. So, let's start with uh, with a little background. What's a little bit of the the Saul Paul story, and and feel free to go as much or as little as you want on that one.
2: Um, yikes! I don't know. I transitioned. I went from uh, tragedy to triumph. My story is all about overcoming and being being more than a conqueror uh myself uh my grandmother is a significant part of my story she raised me mm-hmm. she uh my when my mother passed away when i was three years old my grandmother stepped in adopted me snatched me from foster care adopted me and raised me as her own everybody called her big mama i just called her mama she was the only mother that i knew and so uh, she always she let I, I didn't know it but she was leading by example because even though I grew up uh, with not the most I, I I had the least and uh still I had a house full of love she made and she meant so I always felt loved it didn't even feel like there was lack even though I grew up in poverty and um, in the midst of all that she was always serving other people she was like that's just all I knew of strange people in my home all the time because she was either uh just uh, encouraging them with positive conversation, giving them some food or sliding them some money. So um, she was always looking out for other people. So that's what I grew up around and that definitely influenced me. But she, uh, like everyone does at some point, she passed away. She passed away when I was 17 years old, right before my senior year in high school. That impacted me significantly. I mean, I, I always did well in school academically. On the behavior side, though, that was always a challenge. Did not always make the best choices. Actually, because I did so well academically, uh, it's kind of like what led to my behavioral issues. I was like, I did all my work, and I got good grades, and then I would dis- be disruptive. But when she passed away, that behavior became uh, even, even even worse and ended up being arrested. And then my life took a turn for the worst. and. Ended up hitting rock bottom while I was incarcerated, but came to my senses and realized that uh, how how I was behaving was senseless. Me to do better than I was doing. And I changed my choices and I changed my life. And long story short, I ended up graduating from the prestigious University of Texas at Austin, oh, one of the top countries in the uh, one of the top colleges in the country. And when I graduated, I graduated with a 4.0 and I. Uh, I could always just hear my grandmother's voice encouraging me. Uh, she always told me that uh, there was greatness inside of me. She always told me that I was a leader. And so, yeah, when I, once I started to manifest that, once I started to walk into that uh, as a young adult, like everything changed. And along the way, I discovered uh, my my passion and my my gift for music. And then I tried to figure out, you know, I, I sat down and was like, wait a minute. So I went out like... At this point, I'm like, okay, I want to change the world. Like, literally change the world. Like, there's 7 billion plus people. I want to touch 7 billion people. And it's like, how can I do this? And it was right around that time I discovered this um, this gift, this passion, and this gift of music. And uh, I started planning and plotting how I could use music to to positively impact the world.
1: And, and
2: now we have Saul Paul and my latest project, We Dream in 3D.
1: Right. Well, there's... a there's a lot there. There's totally a lot there. And I think that um I think that your grandma would have been really proud and is probably really proud of you. Um as someone I did not graduate from the University of Texas, Austin, but my wife did and it is a great oh, this is she? Yeah, she's a she's a, a longhorn. Um, hey, there it is. <laughs> yeah, right. We're all connected in some way basi- or another. We're basically related now, Mike. Yeah, I think we just became. <laughs> I think we just became best friends, and it's going to just there continue as we get going. So, you were not doing any music whatsoever until this point, until like sort of post college.
2: Yeah, well, it was. Uh, yeah, it was post post college when I put out my first album. I dabbled, I freestyled in Texas. There's this thing, and people do it everywhere, but in Texas, it's it's kind of special and more significant. Uh, freestyle, uh-huh. like improvisational song making, yeah. and you know when you come from a hip hop background, jazz musicians. I used to think that we created it, like hip hop, but yeah. then as I dove deeper into music, I discovered that there was this genre called jazz. <laughs> right.
1: And
2: uh, in jazz, though they didn't rap. They did play instruments, and with these instruments, they would improvise and just right. make up whole songs just with with the instruments. Right. And that's what we basically did with words. So when I was in college, I would freestyle, like just make up songs with friends, and that's what really led to songwriting. And songwriting led to music production, and then that led to a career in music.
1: All right. So, so you're a self-taught music producer yeah yeah i wish i could i
2: wish i could give credit to my uh guitar instructor i did have a guitar instructor yeah but i can't give her any credit but it it had nothing to do with her as i look back yeah now i play the i play the uh, guitar i prefer uh, my preference is the classical acoustic
1: i know that's what i use with the nylon strings you can totally hear that
2: I, i love those nylons but uh when i i discovered this thing back in college called barter uh-huh. I, I, I had never heard of it before, and uh, it's a big word. But what it means is, right for our young listeners, is like when you trade something of value for something else of value. Uh-huh. And in college, um, like many other college students, I didn't have any money. So, but I wanted to take I wanted to take guitar lessons, and so I was a personal trainer, so I would train others how to uh, be physically fit and whatnot. So I discovered barter, and I put up this sign one time in the school of music at the prestigious University of Texas at Austin, (laughs) and said, uh, Will Barter, uh, personal training lessons for guitar lessons. And uh, somebody responded, and I taught them how to be physically fit, and she attempted to teach me how to play the guitar, but it didn't didn't stick. But I wasn't (laughs) doing what I was supposed to do in between our lessons. It was like, cool, this is how you do this, now do that, and then next week we meet again. And I would basically pick up where we left off the week before. Right. So, there But was, what
1: I, right. what's there, that? There, I was just going to say there's no practice. And a big part of learning guitar is like the muscle memory of doing it several, several, that, several that times. That was
2: it. Right? I didn't know what it was. I was just like, yeah, this doesn't work. It doesn't work for me.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, but,
2: it, but the coolest thing that came from it is that she, when we got together, and she's like, okay, great. I'll teach you how to play the guitar. What kind of guitar you got? I'm like, oh, I don't have a guitar. And she was like, oh, okay. Well, you need a guitar. And we went to the music store together. And she bought me a guitar. Well, she, you know, like led me to select a guitar and I picked up a nylon string. Mm -hmm. Didn't know there was any difference. Just picked that one. And uh, that's the reason why I played nylon, because that's what it's the first guitar I ever bought. It took me four years before I ever figured out how to play one chord. But once I finally figured it out and started to play and, and became skilled at that, then I was like, oh, I'll get like an acoustic string, like a steel string. Yeah. But my ear, but I, I fell in love with the nylon and put back the electric and the steel string and that's why I play nylon.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. So there's still like, I, I, lo- I love that. I learned how to play on a nylon string guitar too. And there's something about that sound that's just so nice. And um, so I watched a video of you. You were on KUTX. Um, I think you played rise i think rise yeah, yeah that's uh and, um and uh what what was like mind blowing to me was you playing this like you know like very sort of like laid back guitar pattern and rapping over the top of it but not rapping slowly and I was like, man, this guy has some skills. If he can play and like compartmentalize those two parts of his brain, and then you were beatboxing too, I think in there, and maybe you were yeah, looping yeah. something. And oh my gosh, I was like, this, this is this is totally legit. But okay, so we'll get to th- we'll get to that. I still have some. Uh, I, have, <laughs> I, have, I have I have freestyle questions. So you you could get up right at some point. Maybe still you can get up in front of a room of people and. Was it, like, a battle kind of situation? Like, I mean, you know, forgive my limited knowledge of, like, what happens, but, like, was it that kind of thing where you would get up and there would be someone across from you and you would have to improvise on the spot?
2: Um, couple things. No, it, great question. Uh, that's one. Two, I'm not big into the, uh, to the battling. So it wasn't like that uh-huh. and not because I can't. I can. It's like, but honestly... I'm an encourager. Like uh-huh. I, I, I love to challenge. I don't love to challenge other MCs. I like to challenge people about the whole freestyle battle stuff, which I don't. I'm not a fan of. Like, yeah. what's the point of dissing somebody else? So I win if I belittle you the most right. or
1: the it's, cleverest. Yeah, it's like, just, just not not very nice, right? <laughs> yeah, I just I
2: just don't cosign that. Yeah, and I love it because I can do it, and you know I perform for various groups, and when I'm in front of kids, like that's that's a new trend. And that's a key word. It's a trend because really, improvisational freestyle is like you just rap about whatever you rap about. We'll do a freestyle here momentarily, oh, nice. but I'll keep talking about like the whole battle thing because it's one of my soapboxes, and I love yeah. challenging young people. Like, I mean, that's just not um, no. That's not that's. I think we need more love in the world, more encouragement, more positivity, uh, because it starts off like oh, we're just playing, it's just in jest, but. I mean, why tear somebody down? Like, cause for me, my, I'm a musician with the message, and my message is uh, my goal is to entertain, inspire, and empower. So, yeah, that never really fit the vibe right. that I, that I was about. Uh, so it wasn't like get in front of somebody else and uh, you know freestyle battle them, but it was get on stage, get in front of somebody else, and just freestyle improvisationally, like make it up. So a good example would be like maybe we can do it now. Oh, and I do it all the time. It's probably it was, what's pretty amazing is I, w- I was on America's got talent live oh, television nice. and I did a, yeah and I did a freestyle I did two I did two TED talks and I like to put it in context because I met people and they literally literally have told me like their life goal is to do a TED talk and I'm like I, I did two it. I did two of them yeah. and uh I freestyled both of them right like so, it was like I'm gonna make it up because uh it's not and I like to also inform – because some people feel like, oh, you know, like, I think it's not because of a lack of preparation. There's, like, a skill that goes into it. Yeah. And so um, – but, yeah, how about this? Like, how about this? I'll do a real quick one. Like, yeah, sure. give me – throw some words at me. Like, give me uh, give me a couple words.
1: Okay. Uh, a couple
2: topics. You say be, I'm
1: going to give you Saul Paul-related topics, okay? Um, positivity. That. Okay, Go ahead. Right. Positivity. Okay. Um, uh, message. Uh TED Talk, and barbecue. All
2: right, and now give me one that you like. I need some off the wall, random because that means it's more challenging. Plus, it it inspires me because it'll
1: okay require uh, no, more creativity. You can uh, say
2: anything. What would you What would you say?
1: I'm gonna say nylon. Nylon. Okay. All right. So let me
2: see. Uh, I'm not writing this down. Do you, I'm just talking I'll, to you, you. Want,
1: no. you. Oh, you got it. You good? Okay.
2: So to recap, what you, uh, you said, positivity. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, positivity, that's all I
1: got. Positivity, Go message, um, TED Talk, barbecue, and nylon. All right. Let me see here.
2: Can you hear that? Uh, yeah. Can you hear that? That sounds great. Okay, perfect. Let me see. Yeah. I think... Uh, t- 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 I'm doing right now is playing my guitar. I, I developed this unique style where I play percussively, so I'm just making up the beat on the guitar while I play the guitar. Nice. And uh, positivity, nylon, TED talk, and message. Message. Yeah. Okay. Uh, musician with the message. Positivity, the reason why I'm not stressing. I'm freestyling, so right now I am just guessing what I will be saying, but I know there'll be a blessing. Yes, him, speaking myself third person, Saul Paul, but I will be the first person to be this person, bars with no cursing, because that's what it is, but still I write in cursive. Uh, But right now I use emojis, everybody in the old hood, I know they know me, they don't call me Saul Paul, they just call me OG, Mind Control, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Han Solo, Star Wars, I'm talking to Michael. I got the bars, boy. Now i stop. But you know, though, SP on my t-shirt, and that's my logo. I forgot the last word that you said. What was it? So I can put it off the head it and was, put it in the flow. It put was it nine
1: in the line. line. It it was he nine
2: said, not Look, it's my time. I like how you tried to say it on the beat. That was actually perfect. I'm popping to my feet. I bounced back. I overcame all of my defeat. And that's the reason why everyone say I'm unique. I just say I love music and I speak the heat. And I never will take a loss. I won't be beat. So that's it. That's the good stuff. No need to huff and puff. Hey, that's what's up. Yeah. That, yeah.
1: That is what's up. Oh, my. god. I'm like, my face hurts from smiling. That was so great. Thank you for doing that.
2: I love it. So, yeah, just a little, a little something, something. Just playing on the guitar, freestyle. So, yeah, anyway, that's what. That's what it's about. It's pretty cool because what it does is makes you uh I like to get everyone I know to actually freestyle. If you hang around me long enough, you'll end up freestyling cuz we can all do it. Uh-huh. It's uh it forces us to use a different part of our brain, increases the critical thinking skills, and it's just fun because it's like, what's next? What's next?
0: Yeah. So and,
2: and yeah. like,
1: you know, it's obvious that you put in a lot of time doing it and it's obvious that like with time doing it, it gets I wouldn't say easier, but you definitely like expand your palette, right? Like I'm sure you have a exactly. you have a system like going on in your mind. Um, amazing. Okay, so music with a message. I think it's very it, it, it's becoming obvious like what the message is. You know, very positive. I think you really try to reach kids. Um, you you really try to show them other ways. And I think I saw this even on your website. Show them other ways to to be engaged with the world, like through the creative arts and and things like that. Um, so, when did you like when was the idea of you being a sort of family-friendly kids musician? When did that come to you? Or or was that just sort of like it just all flowed into each other, which with your idea of like being, you know, a clean performer and things like that?
2: Yeah, it's uh it just flowed, it happened naturally. Um I guess once I discovered children's music was once I uh Became, I got elected to be a governor for the Recording Academy, uh-huh. also known as the Grammys. Uh-huh. And I started serving on my uh, on the board here in Texas, which was like... in I mean, That was as great as winning a Grammy in and of itself. Right. Uh, so that was awesome to be on the board. And then because I, I get to be a musician, but I get to serve uh, other musicians in the music community. And so that was awesome. But one of the perks was... Uh, I got to go to the Grammys. So a few years ago when I went to the Grammys for the first time I and I, I like literally went to the Grammys and you watch TV and on TV there's like 12 awards but in real life or like the whole day what happens in reality is they're like, there are 84 awards. Right. Um, and so I went to the Grammys and I saw all 84 awards and one of the awards was children's music and my jaw just dropped to the floor because I was like whoa. I didn't know there was a children's Uh, a children's music genre, Uh like family music. I just didn't know it existed. Because for the last decade, I've served over 100,000 youth each year uh, through direct, like like school shows, community events and conferences. Like just wherever kids are is where I would go perform. That's where I would get booked and requested to come to. And so it was very effective to just go impact kids. Mm -hmm. I didn't know there was a genre and I made music and my audience was all kids. So once I discovered that there was a genre, I was like, "Oh wow! Like this is my people." And yeah. then i uh, I dove into I dove into the children's music genre, the family music, and I realized that it was vast. And uh, so that that's how I so that's the answer to that question. That's how I came yeah. to it, and the reason why, um, and it, it just felt natural because for me, and then I, I like to always highlight this point. I think with hip hop, hip hop is a, a unique thing right like it started I guess maybe about 30 years ago now
0: yeah
2: uh, 30 plus years ago and uh, what's unique about it is that it started out of out of lack like on like in New York and the East Coast and you know like they would sample stuff in hip-hop because they didn't have access to and they didn't have access to instruments. They couldn't play instruments. And so that's why they would take snippets of records and loop it and, and do all that stuff. And then the hip hop just grew from being this like this, this niche, this side gig thing to like, you know, it's like the most popular genre in the world now. And along the way through the mainstream music industry uh, and, and many other things and whatnot, and the people that got record deals and the messages, the only messages that were promoted, there was a lot of negativity. Mm -hmm. all hip-hop isn't negative but a lot of it is negative and so hip-hop has this um this 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 bad perception and whatnot but the other part about the reason why people are
0: just
2: authentic even though the people are saying ignorant things it's their truth right and so there's a power when you share your truth no matter what your truth is uh we just need some different truth sayers so for me because i'm a hip-hop artist i share my truth and my truth is I'm not negative. My truth is, I want to encourage people to succeed. My truth is, everything that I put in my music. So I think that's what made it family. What made it family friendly is by like, well, whatever family friendly is defined as, that's what I am. I didn't. I don't do it to be family friendly. I don't do it for kids. It's like I just don't cuss because I don't cuss. Right. Uh, I don't say negative stuff because I, I I don't say negative stuff, and so it checks off all the boxes. But really, it's just me as an artist being authentic. And I think that's why uh, that's why it works,
1: right? Totally, it works. and it, and it comes through loud and clear. Um, I love the authenticity of it. I love that you are, you know, you have these things, these values that are really important to you, and it comes through in the music. It gives a rounded picture of who you are as a person, Saul Paul. Like it's pretty amazing. So the uh, yeah yeah the the new record, which I think is actually almost eight or so months old at this point is called we dream in 3d and the Correct. song that we heard is rise the one that we saw the video for um and uh, you know t- fo- so like that that song is is beautiful and powerful now what i want to hear from you is tell me about the uh, the texas two-step
2: hey <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow you're the,
2: uh, you may have been the, I think you might be the only uh, person who's ever interviewed me that's asked about that awesome song. Yeah, well, uh, it's an
1: awesome song and I need to hear about it. That's just the way yeah, it is.
2: That's cool, man. You're good at what you do. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> Texas Two-Step. Um, what was cool, I, I always like to highlight on Rise, uh, and I'll answer that one briefly and then segue to the Texas Two-Step. What was really cool about Rise is that, um, I don't know, it was a song. I was concerned if I would be accepted uh, and children's music out and I was with the arms because people said what you said, and that that was cool because sometimes our best intentions aren't aren't received, uh-huh. and so uh, so it, it was cool to be accepted. It was cool that all the radio stations and the blogs picked the song up, and rise itself actually became uh, one of the top songs in the country. It was like number one.
0: Right. I'm on, serious, uh,
2: right? Yeah, I'm serious, and that that was very very cool. Um Especially because I featured an 11-year-old on the song. Yeah. And part of the reason why was because I wanted to show young people that you can dream in 3D, which is my creative way of saying make your dreams a reality. I'm like, you can dream now. You don't have to wait till you graduate high school to start doing great things. You can do it now. So I was glad I was able to feature uh, Alexia on that song and let her be part of that ride. Mm-hmm. Now, Texas Two-Step is another very, very, so what I did on my album, We Dream in 3D, uh, just like I did with Rise, young people on the album. So I took my most popular songs, and then I featured young people. Um, and so on Texas Two-Step, it's like, it, what's really crazy is to see 400 people perform this song at once, right? Like, I'll perform this song at a community event or at a school, and I'm like, however big the stage is, I'm like, I'm about to do the song, Texas Two-Step, who knows how to do it? It's a trick question because when it was new and nobody heard it, I know nobody knows how to do it. And I'm like, but if I teach you how to do it, will you do it with me? And then, like, people are raising their hands. And I'm like, cool, join me on the stage. So one time I was at a school and uh, it was about 400 people in the, about 500 people in the bleachers. And 450 of the people came and joined me on the court. Like, I was performing on a court in front of the whole school. Baiting 50 450 people and joined me. 90% of the crowd came and joined me on stage. I taught them how to do the Texas Two Step. <laughs> that was pretty amazing.
0: That's amazing. Uh,
2: because it even tells you how to do the song in the dance, right? Can you walk it forward? Can you walk it back? Lean with it, rock with it. Just like that. Do the Texas Two Step. And it's cool because as I, I'm a touring musician. I'm gone from my home in Austin, Texas over half the year. Um, and because I travel so much, and I'm in so many different places, many people haven't met someone from Texas. Uh-huh. And if they have, they haven't met someone from Texas like me. I would hear crazy questions like, oh, you're from Texas. Like, where, like, where's your cowboy hat? Where are your boots? Do you ride a horse? Do you own a cow? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, What do you think we do in Texas? But I get it because the first time I went to New York years ago, I was surprised to see grass. Like I yeah, thought
0: right, everything was concrete. concrete,
2: like literally, like yeah. everything is in, like, oh, you have grass in regular houses? And they're like, dudes are tripping. <laughs> uh, so I was, so people were like, I was to people that didn't understand Texas, I was like, okay, dudes are tripping. So that's why I wrote the song because I wanted to give people a piece of uh, our culture here and show them the the swaggy side
1: the, of Texas. The swaggy side, I love that. Um, okay, Saul Paul, so, there's so much food for thought in in your message and in your music How can we keep up with you? How can we find out everything that you're up to? And is there anything coming down the pipeline that we need to know about?
2: I am quite excited uh, This year I am proud to be an official showcasing artist at Kindycom Nice Which will take place in uh, Philadelphia yeah. I get to share some of my new music with some of my peers in the family music industry So I'm excited about that. I'll also be at a few other music festivals, uh, like the Power Music Fest uh, in Bentonville, Arkansas. Uh, In addition, I'm going on a summer tour this summer. I'll be traveling uh, to major and not-so-major cities. Uh, So I'm quite excited about that. I'll be everywhere. I plan to be gone the whole summer. And I'm finally... And I'm working on new music already. I just, like mentioned, eight months ago, uh, eight months ago, maybe a little bit more. Last year, I released We Dream in 3D, and I'm already working on new music. I just had um, 15 8- uh, to 10-year-olds wow. in the studio with me nice. just a few weeks ago.
0: Uh-huh.
2: and We were tracking and recording. It was their first time to the studio. Man, you should have saw them. Their eyes like lit up. They were Go blown man. away. Yeah, they, they, were, they were commenting on how the studio smells. I, I remember <laughs> we were watching the video. They're like, man, it smells so good. I was like, okay, <laughs> wow, it's a studio. But uh, that's part of it, which is to create these experiences for these young people uh, and to let them be part of the process. I'm excited for, I believe, the sky's the limit for this next album. And so we're doing that. Plus, uh, I just got invited. I just recorded uh, two songs with a latin grammy winner um okay. so i'm excited about that cool. uh and so that was cool because he was in town we, we recorded some stuff together so i can't say who yet because uh oh and then fine I, I can't say who yet because we'll release that on the last highlight which is i have a new app and it's oh. called Saul paul app it's my name Saw Paul app, and it's available on iOS and uh, Android. So anybody can download it, it's totally free. That's where you can get new music first, exclusives, and a lot of behind the scenes uh, footage. And I do a lot of lives, like uh, live streams, nice. as well as uh, just share the journey of this new album that we're making and interviews with other great artists.
1: Nice. Well, so that's pretty substantial, and we should go to saulpaul.com. To keep up with it. But I think an app is – that's kind of the right move. That's the right direction. I think that's great. Um, So I'll I'll edit this. But do you mind if I use a song when I put this episode out? Is that cool with you? Oh, no. No,
2: please do. Which Uh, one are you going to use?
1: I will will either use – I'll probably use Texas Two-Step because I think that got both of us pretty excited. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Like that
2: that was good work right there. It was like, people always go to the sound like ah, Texas two step. That's a sleeper hit. Man. Yeah, man. Yep. Totally.
1: I got. You. I was with you. Um. All right. So. Uh, okay. So, Saul Paul, thank you so much for the time. I hope that uh, when the new music comes out, we can get back together and talk a little about a bit about it and hear how you've grown and and what you've learned and things like that. But for now, this was really incredible, and thank you for sharing your inspiration and your message with me and the good stuff kids podcast audience
2: Saul paul and eminem thank you
1: man <laughs> all right man take it easy have a good day all right later. later so there it is make sure you check out saul paul and his music and his message he's doing great things important things good things nice things it was really fun to have him on the show. I've never had someone freestyle on the show before, and I was uh, I was impressed because I can't do it, can't freestyle. I've tried, can't do it. Thanks very much to Saul Paul. And now, well, before we get to his song "Rise," want to say, reach out, drop me a line, Mike at GoodStuffPod.com. I'd love to hear from you. And here is the song "Rise" by Saul Paul.
0: To the moment, rise to the occasion. Open your eyes, recognize there's greatness within your reach. You should seize it, you should take it. Can you see it? Can you take destiny? Hard work and the planet, that's a so recipe. For success to the launch, you where them blessings be. The road to riches, though, that's where them testers be. But I ain't tripping, you know, in high Texas, be. A lot of pride, plus a lot of confidence. And my job is to see what is not obvious as a pioneer and entrepreneur. So I'ma work it out till it's smoother than blue for sure. I'm going to make it to the finish line. I got my second win, and now it's finish time. It's like spinach time and I am Popeye. Stop short. No, not I. Rise, rise and open your eyes. Now is the time for you to shine. Say rise. What'll make you deadly feel like you got nothing to prove? Don't be frontin' for fools, stay focused. You got something to do. Snatch the top slouch. To use the number two. Hold your arm like Neo when they come for you. You choose the ruler, get chopped like lumber, do. The comfort of slumber, keep the dumb ones under the roof. Don't scared the thunder die, they have but ungo for food. You was birthed on this earth with a purpose and cause. It blow your mind to find it's more than simply serving the law. Every day that you wake, you involved in a war. Recall when you swore, it never get as worse as before. You better take show us or they'll take for From this day forward. What be great, change the fate for sure Let the hate elevate the rating with you score Time is ticking much quicker, you can't wait no